Yeah, wrestling and stuff and things. Roman Reigns is getting pissed. What's up? Talking How you about Puro wrestling. Timmy Joel, call it in the ring. Were you trying to pronounce uh, the Japanese pro-wrestle? No, I didn't. Is that I didn't even know that's how Japanese folk said pro wrestling. I just yeah. misspoke <laughs> and then and then repeated it as Jimi Hendrix told me how to fix my my mess ups. <laughs> you got lucky. That's what happened. You got lucky. I, I guess so. I guess so. My glasses are falling apart. So this is great. <laughs> I love this. Don't spend four hundred dollars on frames. No, uh, never. Uh, luxury Not. items are bullshit unless you're a billionaire. Everything is made like crap by the same people. It's true, actually. That's very yeah. true. It's exotic. Screw you, Luxotica. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, listen, this week is a little bit uh, weird. I, I know everyone, uh, every other show out there has done this, but this is my first uh, opportunity to do this live, and that is to uh, send condolences to the family of Jay Briscoe, who tragically passed away uh, this past Tuesday. It was um, the... The worst possible news to get uh, at a time when these guys were ramping up Ring of Honor and the guy was just, you know, top of the game. There, There's yes. no other way to put it. I, I did not know Jay personally. I'm not going to speak like I knew Jay personally, but I can tell you this much. Every story I've read has been a positive one about a family man, about a guy who uh, did, did, things, did things the right way. And on top of it, what hell of a professional wrestler, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame. This was I was finally getting a chance to actually see their output. I hadn't, and just recently, and big fan. And yeah, it's really a shame. Yeah, um, our show is going to be as it always is. It, it, we we provide levity through through mm-hmm. pro wrestling. Um, we 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 do send our love and we do send our condolences to the family. We just wanted to to open up the show with that, and then we will move along. Say hello. Chat, how are you? It's good to see you. If you're here, you can leave a thumbs up on the video. You can leave a comment after the fact if you're not watching live. And if you are watching live, subscribe to us here. And if you're not watching live, subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked. Why not, hey? And you can join the Discord. There's a link in the description. It's the Fightful Overbooked Discord. It exists. Not like that Fightful Select Discord that Sean Ross Sapp keeps being asked to do. And then he's like, I'm going to do it. And then he never does it. Well, guess what? We have one. And you can join it. There's a link in the description. Just join this one. Why do you need two? That's Why right. do you need two, you greedy monsters? That's one right. Discord. This is the one. This is the one you want to join. That's that. that the link is right there in the video description, uh, and and also the audio description. I'm probably going to start tossing them mm-hmm. in there. And uh, our super chats, of course, are open. You can support us here at Fightful Overbooked. Any amount, get your question statement right on the air. But of course, we're an interactive show. We chat with everybody. Um, I guess we'll eventually have to talk about uh, me firing Tim. Let's not talk about that right now. Let's move on to number one. Is that what's happening? Okay. Oh, I'm going to fire you. I can't fire you. I would like a severance. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you got cause, I would like a severance. We'll talk about that. Wait, I have to give you. Oh, God. Where where do you want to? Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with AEW this week? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I watched slightly more than I typically do. I watched Dynamite. And then I watched some of of rampage and shut off rampage but i watched some of it i watched up until the end of the first match no no after eddie kingston got mad then i stopped watching not because i was angry about that because i was tired you were just unreasonably angry you were like oh eddie kingston beat up eddie kingston beat up that guy and almost beat up that lady (sighs) eddie kingston beating up everybody and i'm sitting here like Eddie Kingston beating up everybody. Yay. Yay. That's what we tune in for. Uh, do you want to start with Rampage or do you want to start with Dynamite? Oh, I, we should not start with Rampage because, again, I saw perhaps one third of it. Uh, let's start you with Dynamite. Opening contest. You saw the Ethan Page match. You liked that. I know that. I saw. I did like it. I liked the what? You know, we can talk about the first third of Rampage. Um, <laughs> I liked... I liked precisely one thing more than any other thing in the Ethan Page versus Jungle Boy match, and that was Ethan Page staring dead ass down the camera and going, "You want to slap tits? I'll slap tits." And it was it, it was great. It was very it was very very good. I enjoyed that. Made me uh, reappreciate Ethan Page. Don't know what the hell is going on with this Matt Hardy nonsense. Wish that would go away, but everything else is fine. 
Why can't you just be deleted? Like, you know, do the thing and the, the delete. Delete, delete. Yeah, I never. I wasn't around for that, Matt Hardy. I didn't care. <laughs> so it's really funny because that was a very divisive uh, experience when when they did the final or not the final. They they called it. Uh, I forget what the initial ultimate match deletion or whatever. No, the very first one they did with um, Impact, they sent screeners out of the match. And like got pers- and they got people to review it and watch it ahead of Impact actually airing it, and like it was so divisive. Some people were like, "Oh my god, this is like, this is art. This is incredible. I love it." And other people were just like, "This is fun. this is awful. This is going to ruin wrestling. Like this is not good at all." Uh, it, and yeah, it was just a very um, a very interesting time. And he's he, Matt Hardy has ridden that gimmick in different shapes and different companies for years now yeah it's i don't know people people chant it people like chanting it so that's fine that's okay do some of that um yeah i don't know ethan page is a wonderful wrestler and i'm so so upset that you and i we had tickets to what would have amounted to be the final a1 wrestling show this is going to be in october of 2021 they had just removed all of the sanctions, all the lockdown restrictions in Ontario. We were going to go over to Hamilton. We were going to see the show. It was going to be great. And then, bam, lockdown again. And we had to get our tickets refunded. Womp womp. It was going to be a fun show, too. That was the worst part. And it was going to be like an outdoor thing at the end of October, which is like such a crap Crispy. Shoot. Yeah, it's such a crap shoot in this country. Like it, it snowed today for like the first time in weeks, and we live in Canada. So. Yeah, like, well, we live. I mean, we're, we're south of much of the United States, so it's it, this is this is the warm Canada. Semantics. Yeah, <laughs> but either way, Ethan Page uh, had a really good match last night, and, and and you know what? And this morning followed up with a uh, really good interview, quote unquote, with our pal RJ City on Hate mm, You. Oh, yes. Hate you, which is how I've always read that. (laughs) Remember when we interviewed RJ City and he was a complete dick to me? He was. It was 15 minutes of just ripping you. It was great. He kept interacting with me, breaking the fourth wall. It was weird. He really did. It was very strange. I don't know why he did that. I don't know. It was funny. Better. I get it. It was very funny. A lot of references even I don't understand. And I, I know most of the old television that he's like... You know, constantly referencing, but there are a couple deep, deep cuts. Yeah, RJ said he's full of deep cuts, and that's the yeah. problem sometimes. I uh, love that guy. Anyway. <laughs> <sighs> let's open up. Uh, let's 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 open up AW Dynamite with the All Atlantic Championship. Orange Cassidy defeats Jay Lethal. So, um, I said this on Twitter. I made a joke. I was like, they spent a solid two minutes following three guys down to their seats before the match even started. And I'm like, why, why, what is the point of this? And the match was fine, but the match was very much based in like everything going on around it. Jay yeah. Lee, yeah. 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 They had the beer, the giant beer that I'm pretty sure you cannot purchase in that arena uh, with the popcorn as, as best friends were coming down. Um, were they, they were banned from ringside. Was that the thing that I, narratively missed or forgot about yeah okay if uh if saddam singh or jeff jarrett got involved in the match then sanjay dutt would be fired okay and it was specifically that it wasn't ringside because the ringside thing is well they're at ringside but anyway yeah so match happened it was again it was fine orange cassidy's title reign as all atlantic champion has been fine it's literally been someone walks up to him and says i want a match and he's like okay okay I'm fine with it because he's a good yeah. wrestler, but like, I really miss what the All Atlantic Championship was originally. What it could have been afforded to be, yeah. Yeah. When Pac won it, and and I was just like, cool, he's going to go back to the UK and defend it at like Rev Pro and all these other random indies in the Brits, and then he did, and then it was over. Kip Sabian, you were only hope. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know whether it's another belt on a, a, a what used to be a. A very belt limited show, just now beltful. So many belts. But the TNT title, remember, it's not a mid card title. It is. It is. I don't it's care. Not. Although the guy who said that is no longer in the company, he's now about to win the Royal Rumble. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, th- again, that was the match. It, it it moves forward a story that I think most people are just kind of getting tired of watching, and that is most things with Jeff Jarrett. I like Jeff, but. 
I, I just wish it had more like meat to it. I thought that his return was funny. I appreciated that. I expressed my appreciation for that on this show. Yep. Um, but it didn't go anywhere and it's not going to go anywhere because it's centered around Jay Lethal, who's just there. Jay Lethal uh, is somebody in that company. He's got dirt on somebody. Yeah, because like I don't know why he he gets featured heavily. He's a pretty talented wrestler. I can't say that his matches I'm seeking out, but like I don't hate when he wrestles. But boy, am I bored when he speaks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, shout out to Orange Cassidy, who in that match decided to uh, pull the uh, the old Harley race move. What's your finish, kid? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then proceeds to move out of the way after the springboard yeah, into the cutter. Exactly. Wonderful stuff. Love that every single time. I'll move. Anyway, <laughs> match, match was fine. It was completely non- shenanigans yeah it was just yeah. shenanigans. the tall guy went in and was tall yeah, yeah. anyway uh young bucks and top flight top flight gets the win over the uh the young bucks which was a surprise to many yep um and some people were just kind of like oh this is kind of garbage because they're champions and i'm thinking to myself well no the young bucks are trios champions in a tag team match and they're facing top flight who are a tag team that are on the rise and the young bucks have been working in a trio situation they you know, they, they dynamics. Yeah. The dynamics are different, but coming off the of the ring psychology. Well, no, but also on top of it, like, <laughs> commentary was like, they just had a grueling escalator. Yeah, like, exactly. They also had seven of, matches. Yes. So <laughs> I was fine with it. I was totally okay with it. And also I think top flight needs to build up those big wins on. Yeah, this is, this is, thought. this was really like good. It is the correct thing for the Young Bucks to be doing, I think, is to give these guys some shine since they are departing that division for the time being, especially after, as I've called several times, a, a pretty narcissistic affair for the past couple of months. Like it's good, it's good to see some kind of sort of humility and a little bit of uh, growth in the company, which helps build these guys. Especially like uh, it's Darius and who's the other one? Dante and Darius. Darius, okay, Darius is the one that I shouldn't know. He's the one who was out for a while. Yeah, injured. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's funny. I remembered his name. I forgot Dante Martins. Um. Yep. They are good. They deserve this rub, and I think that now that Darius is back, they have to give him more shine so that they can remind people how good this tag team is. And you know, on top of this, there is a spot for a trios tag between the elite and top flight with AR Fox. Because if you remember, I mean, I know we don't talk about rampage much, but they did a Christmas battle Royal, $300,000, blah, blah, blah. And that's who won was AR Fox and mm -hmm. uh, top flight. So there's room there to do a, tri a trios title match and make it interesting. But uh, for now in this tag match, I was just happy to see top flight get the win. Cause yeah, looking back to when AEW started, the bucks put over private party. Like they did lose matches. It wasn't just a vanity project. No, no, yeah, right. So I'm looking forward to seeing where they go with the story. But you know, the match was great. You you expect that from both teams, and they delivered. But mm -hmm. uh, I I wasn't of the belief that like the young bucks were you know gonna bury everybody and lose the match. It was no. or, or win the match. I should say it was fine. Uh, what else we got? Oh my god, they're gonna go to family therapy. Are you excited for that? The bucks. Oh, sorry, not the bucks. The uh, the guns. The gun club and. Max Caster. Oh, yeah. They edited out the big thing at the end of the rap for me. And I was like, what did he say? I didn't even. I think he just called him a just said bullshit. Yeah, it was weird. I think it might have just been an audio screw up, but I, oh. I didn't get the finish for his entrance thing. Well, well who are the acclaim now for you as tag champions? Oh, yeah, they're champions. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why this feud is continuing. Like, I feel like they need better opponents. I don't mind the guns. I really don't. But this, it's lost its luster. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. And they're not hot right now. Um, they could be warmed up, but they got to get past this guns thing. Mm -hmm. Whatever's going on. The guns have gotten way better. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it's... It, should have got off the pot, right? Let's yeah, see. there's there's okay. I'm cautiously optimistic because all of the recorded segments that uh aren't just talking into a camera with an interviewer kind of sort of standing around, the acclaimed have 
done pretty funny stuff and I've enjoyed it quite a bit. So hopefully that's the direction they take with this therapy thing. And I, yeah, cautiously optimistic. I think it might not be terrible. The guns are doing okay. They play good douchebags, but they are at the, at the moment, like generic brand douchebags. Like they're just like the great value douchebags. Yeah. Like they're not like, they're not Grayson Waller. Like, and I, I prefer him as your douchebag because he, he really delivers in the ring. So Kirkland douchebags. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. No name. Big, douche. big, that energy. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, speaking of backstage segments, Renee and Hangman. So I actually really liked this mm-hmm. for different reasons beyond just the the segment itself and the way that, that they that they did it. Um, Renee did not have a mic in her hand for the entire show. Like it was, it felt like a conversation between two people. One happened to be an interviewer. One happened to be a wrestler and their connected tissue is that Mox faced hangman, lost to hangman, was concussed by hangman. And her husband is Renee. Uh, it was a really interesting conversation. Does it give closure to the Mox thing to you or how did it feel? Cause then he's got to go mend fences next. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was fine. I think it's a good little transition piece. I'm curious to see what Hangman does now. Uh, presumably somewhere within the title picture, but not too quickly. So I don't know. What's he going to do? Where's gonna, the Dark Order? Are they gone? He's going to mend fences with CM Punk. He's going to mm. bring a steel back. It's going to happen. Mm. Kumbaya. No, please no don't. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Leave that fence down. the The soil is not good for this. So, I'm of two mindsets. One is the elite thing. He's we've played this game. We've we've dilly daddled around mending the fences of the elites for like year, easily a year, maybe longer. Just get through it. Like do it, do it or don't. And on top of that, if you don't do it, like do the dark order. Just do do the mending of the dark order fence. And yeah, yeah, fix that fence if you want. If you must fix a fence, or just have Kenny Omega kick him in the face and concuss him again, and then have that be a thing. Oh no, <laughs> kick him in the dick. No, well there you go. You get your trios. Oh wait, no, we get the the House of Black. Someone needs to give Malachi Black something, or he's going to get very upset. Someone's got to go knock on his door because he sure sure hasn't shown up lately. Tell you that. Much. Yeah. <laughs> those of you who are asking if this is the permanent time switch yes sunday is 8 p.m eastern this is the times this is the time slot for this show sunday's at 8 PM. <laughs> yes. yes that's what we're doing uh i don't want to talk about hager versus starks <laughs> what i actually really enjoyed that match i did not <laughs> mind it at all i thought it was fun uh ddt was great that that little swinging swinging ddt out of the corner love that uh and i like the runaway at the end I, you know, I thought that was very solid. They can't, they come running on down and Ricky's too smart for him. I think, by they, me. I think really what I just don't want to see is the continuation of this feud. And it's, mm-hmm. and, and it's Jericho. And every time Jericho starts, there's always the whole, like, this is going to become a three to eight month feud. And that's what we're doing right now. I don't want this. I don't want this at all. Yeah. I could do with less Sammy Guevara talking because <laughs> God he is the least sincere like act. He, he, he acts like Jimmy Fallon did on SNL just with the wow. constant like, ha, ha, like he can't, he can't play pretend. It drives me nuts. I am in fact, still the FIFA champion hashtag forever champ mm-hmm. found out this week that Sean's coming to, uh, coming to Toronto in April. So my, my rebellion tickets are <laughs> currently in flux. Oh God! I told him, "I'm like, yeah, you can come, but I'm interviewing everybody." And he, he's, I'm just like, you can do the scoops, but I want the people. I am a man of the people. I, I am the impact Lord God. I don't know impact Lord, the impact <laughs> Lord and God. Anyway, yeah. So I still have the Fightful Championship. I just don't have the physical title because Jimmy Van won't give it to me. Coward. <sighs> Brian Danielson takes on Bandito in one hell of a match. Buddy, if you told me that Bandito was going to be as popular as he was in Fresno, California, with a large Latino population, I don't know if I would have put Brian Danielson up against him that week in Fresno, California, where there is a very uh, high Latino population. 
Great match, though. Incredible match. I mean, it was a good match. It didn't really matter who the crowd was cheering for because who like who are they supposed to cheer for half of the feuds in aew i don't know like if like i don't think they care who gets cheered for because there no one is a face or heel which like there's so much to that conversation they're like oh does it have to be so like like black and white with things but it's like i don't know in pro wrestling it's kind of part of the structure like it doesn't work as well without following that specific convention so like like not everyone can be a tweener because I I just don't care. Then like this was one where it's like this match was really good. I still don't know why they're happening. Like there are so many matches that are just great matches, which is awesome. It's just if it's a TV program and you're going to try to tell some narrative, I would prefer if there was an explanation for most of what's going on. I guess it's Bandito trying to rise the rankings that they don't care about at all. Right. Like. Yeah, and the rankings don't exist anymore, so it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, like... The, the setup being, of course, if Brian loses any match going into Revolution, then he doesn't get the title shot. Yeah. Um, and, and I've kind of... I've, I've mentioned this before, the idea that, bef- like, the week before Revolution, MJF costs Brian whatever match he has. And then... But it's by shenanigans, and then they make the match... It's still going to happen at Revolution, but now it's no longer an Iron Man match. Yeah. But, but then you got to get like Tony Khan who's going to do this and he's going to make this and this is going to be. They, you got to you got to explain it away. There's but. no like authority figure on on television for AEW, so it's tough to do some things like that. Like you, there is Tony who occasionally makes appearances and commentary will fill in the gaps and say that he has done this, he has done that, but it it. Th- it's it's that show me don't tell me thing with television and movies that makes it kind of hard when he's just a guy behind the scenes. Yeah. So, so I mean, we'll see what they do. I it, I think there's a good story going on here with MJF getting more and more frustrated each time Brian wins. I think that it's good seeing MJF move from LOL, you suck, and my promo is going to not take you lightly, and I'm just going to talk about having sex with your mom to. I'm going to pay this guy off because I'm getting scared that this guy's going to beat me for my title. And here's $10,000 beat the shit out of him. Another but, Brian, no less such a monster. Brian like forcing him Brian. to overcome that kinship. Monstrous. That's right. Have you ever faced another Tim? No, no, I have not. Not yet. I haven't met. No, no, I've met Tim's. I like, Never mind. <laughs> I've met a lot of Tim's. I don't like, I've met a lot of Tim's. I like, there's a lot of people named Tim. <laughs> This has been story time with Tim. <laughs> I was going to ask you about a time you met a Tim you didn't like. Oh, no, that's not for public. I'm not going to air my dirty laundry. That's what this podcast is all about. We're airing dirty laundry. What if, what if other Tim hears and then we have to have a Tim fight in like Tim combat? Greek town is a great place for that. Oh, my God. I'm so tired, Joel. <laughs> they announced homicide for Greek town wrestling. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I don't care. I don't, I don't get, I don't know. I like homicide. It's just like, I don't know. I, I, I want like very current wrestlers to come in. Like very, I want people at the top of their game coming in. That's what I want. And I don't see homicide as that. So fine. I'll get your ward low again. Yeah, that was great. Although he didn't wrestle a match. He didn't wrestle. had him do some bullshit. So. Yeah, we just had a really good interview with him. That was all. That The interview was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Willow Nightingale versus Tony Storm. Okay, so we've now cemented that Tony Storm and Soraya are considered the heels here. Yeah, that I, I was super confused as it was happening, but by the end it was solidified. I was like, okay. To okay me the now I know, were now I know what we're doing. Like No, to, to me the actions were immediate. Like once the once Soraya started just talking the way she was talking, I'm like, oh okay, they're they're gonna be the heels in whatever story they're about to tell, which a lot of people are positing the idea that it's gonna be the OGs versus the outsiders, the the women who were hired outside of of uh, of AEW from like the I don't know. Technically, everyone came from the Indies, right? Yeah. So it's like, but it, it's still this is not a bad angle to run. No, with, not at uh, all. especially with AEW's fan base and stuff. Like, I think this is a, a, an interesting little perspective to take and gives Soraya Sura, and Tony like a little bit of a, a story. I think Tony's better when she's 
just being a piece of shit and Saraya yeah. too. Oh yeah. Big time. Like this was like a, a sea change quickly. I was like, Oh, okay. After that, this strange, everyone likes Jamie Hayter and Brit, but they're both heels, but the other people, people are less behind. So I, I don't know. So now people are thinking, is this going to be the lead into a women's blood and guts match? Um, I'm all for it. First of all, there's an idea that, uh, you know, Ruby Soho is one of the outsiders and she's eventually going to turn on Willow Nightingale, which again, I've been saying since before the turn of the year that, the, that it's going to happen and Ruby was going to turn on her. Uh, we haven't gotten there yet, but I think we will. But um, what do you think women's blood and guts and uh, how do we fill it? Cause I have a theory. Yeah. You make that face. Thinking about who to shove where. Yeah. There's there's enough people, obviously. Their roster is very deep. I don't I hope that whatever we get is as intense as that hip attack was on Willow's face. Always. My God. Always. So my my feeling is everyone is gonna be cheering the OGs and yes. booing the outsiders. Fine by me. I don't even care who they are, because to me, the end of the match is very simple. Britt Baker costs her team the match by turning on Jamie beats out just whatever does whatever she needs to do hits her knocks her out she gets you know whatever the Jamie gets pinned or whoever the the o the the OG team loses the match because Brit turns on Jamie and then yep. we go to Jamie versus Brit yeah that sounds excellent I really that's like that that's where I go who else is in the OG team there's Hikaru Shida uh, so so, so Shida has like, a she count. She she's, does. She's OG. Like, yeah. I know. That's the problem, right? They're assuming that she's uh, an outsider like Soraya is because she's from Japan and works, yeah. you know, promotions, but, uh, and, and currently works Japanese promotions, which makes it even funnier. But I don't know. It's a Naya good. or not, not Nyla. Nyla as an OG. Nyla. Yes. N- Nyla, yeah. So Nyla, Hikaru, uh, Brent Willow. and Jamie, and Willow. No, so, so Willow for sure. So it would be. Yeah. Okay. Willow, Brit, Jamie, and probably Sheeta, because once yeah. Ruby turns, yeah, that's going to force Sheeta to be like, "Oh, I'm with you guys." Screw like, these people, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a bunch of jerks. And like I said, I think Nyla rounding it out would be good. Like, you and could then get a big Haas in there to fight with the yeah. blood and guts. So, and then the other side is uh, Ruby, Soraya, Tony Storm, and for me, it's Athena. Yeah. Because she's the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, and she turned heel and is like on this mean streak. It works for me perfectly. Uh, I would do four on four. I wouldn't make it five. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do we? I don't, it feels like five on five would get a little weird. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, and like if you split off Tay Mello and Anna Jay, then Tay could be on the uh, Outsiders, and you can have Anna Jay as an OG. But then you got to split them off, and that's just not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think that's the right move. Like, leave them out of this. I know they did that. That street fight rocked, but like, it doesn't mean you have to do put them in this. Like, where do, is the bunny considered an OG or an outsider? I don't know. I haven't seen the bunny in forever. So she's been around. I think she's an OG because she's not Allie in this case. She's the bunny. exactly exactly Penelope Ford to be an OG as well. Yeah, wouldn't hate that. Anyway, in the main event. Darby Allen takes on Sting. Sorry, Darby Allen. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's no. He took on the Time Goblin. Sorry, he took on uh, Kushida. Sorry, yeah. I was reading. I was reading my notes. It said it was Darby Allen with Sting. With Sting. Uh, yeah, this was this is a great. Didn't match. know this was happening. I saw. I heard it announced at the start of the show, and I was like, because it was announced on Rampage, and yes. I was like, oh. So it okay, was, hello, Kushida. Welcome to AW. <laughs> like, the, the timeline's very funny because it's hard to kill. Uh, which was also the Friday night they announced the Kushida thing. Kushida won a six-man X Division like X, uh, showcase. So oh, Kushida wins okay. an Impact match, and then Impact, uh, uh, Rampage goes on the air, and they announce that it's going to be Kushida versus Darby Allen for the TNT title. And everyone's just like, oh, so Kushida, his reward for winning the X Division showcase this match is to Impact, go to a different company. It's <laughs> a TNT title match. Anyway, so the match was fine. This is exactly what I wanted out of a Kushida and Darby Allen match. There was some good shit. There was some crazy, uh, you know, going to the floor with the hoverboard lock and coffin drops and all this, this same, the same old shit. But really, the big news was uh, this past uh, weekend, uh, I don't know if you know this, there was a six-man tag, Great Muda and Sting 
and Darby teamed up in one of Great Muda's last matches? No, I did not. Oh my goodness. Who, who were their opponents? Yeah, that's that's what I was afraid that you were going to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I got to look it up because it was literally last night. But it was a really there's a really funny moment um, where they show uh, Darby is pushing Muda in a wheelchair through the the press scrum, <laughs> and Muda's like, "You're my young boy." <laughs> it was like, oh god! Uh, it was it Hakushi? Uh, sorry, Akira Hakushi and Naomichi Marufuji. Mm. Uh, Marufuji is is actually quite well known, and Hakushi is 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 yeah and then akira is a uh someone someone you would have seen once or twice yeah akira is the only one i recognize <laughs> so he's been around gcw a bunch too yeah but anyway uh so yeah going back to the dynamite match again kushida was never going to win the tnt title but uh it's good to have a, a solid match for for a title to finish off your show it was fine yeah, it was solid i got uh yeah that's that anything Ooh, else wait Takeshita. Great backstager. Loved it. Loved everything about that. Really enjoyed that. That was funny as hell. I'm here for anyone calling someone an asshole. Yeah, especially when it's like, and it's, it's a, it's a joke as old as time at this point, but like, you know, several sentences in Japanese. What does that mean? You're an asshole or like MJF's an asshole. (laughs) Okay, sure. Sure it was. (laughs) So. Where do we go from here? I, there's the only thing from Raw that, like, to me is worth talking about at this point was uh, Cody Rhodes' comeback. They announced no. the opening was pretty hot. Hard Dom is funny as hell. I don't care. Everyone else, like, I'm I'm loving it. I think I think this 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 makes Dominic Mysterio being in WWE all worth it because it was so bad. You know, everyone knows I was no big fan of Dominic Mysterio in the ring. It's a lot of people. This is great. This is great. I love this. I love all of this. Um, but I, for real, I did watch Raw, um, and then I put it on again today because I forgot I, I watched Raw. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how unmemorable it was. Amazing. Which is like, it's frustrating because like Vince's WWE was so bad. And like I'm a massive Triple H fan, it's been okay. Like it wasn't a massive sea change. Like he did some little tiny things, but for the most part, the product continues to be this sanitized, over like monetized. Because like literally, it's just exhausting for me to watch this sometimes. Because like the amount of ways that they try to make money out of a, out of a product, like the amount of ads in this is irritating. Like everything feels branded. Like it's just, I don't know. I, don't know. I just realized like for some reason, StreamYard has not been showing me any comments for the last like 15 minutes. I thought everything got really, really quiet. I was like, Oh, I guess we goodbye everyone. No, no. So I just popped into, uh, I just popped in the YouTube and people are chatting. I'm sorry about that friends. I'm not. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. The last comment we got was about Bandito's popularity. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just seeing like everyone's piped in about uh, Tim versus Tim. And then, Oh my God, (laughs) we're missing gold. All right. Dan's asking if you know, Tim Thatcher, Tim Thatcher. No, but he, he would kill me. (laughs) <laughs> probably would. would and like yeah whose side is ruby take basically a lot of stuff that we already talked about and then i see someone being like mercedes monet mercedes monet is not gonna work a blood and guts match i'm sorry it's just it's not no. it's not happening you don't want that anyway you only think you want that yeah and it, it, it was different akira by the way in that noah match my bad oh okay so <laughs> i have not watched en- enough of this japanese wrestling stuff i'm a fake fan i'm gonna fake fan on the twitter now i don't yeah i watch what i watch and i enjoy it okay yes dominic mysterio makes me happy now took a long time to get there it did it took a hell of a long time but this this they found something funny (laughs) yeah exactly and like the usos ripping on him is like a fake vato it's like (laughs) (laughs) there's just there's just some really it's it's two steps from a telenovela and i think that's fun i think that's fantastic you're not you're like you're taking it seriously but you're not taking it seriously at all at the same time uh and i, I love that so i want more of that from uh yeah. from dominic mysterio from this entire th- this this group of of uh judgment day who just they just suck 
Like they they're just not good. But, but that's the funny part is that they're such dorks. Yes. They're all they're just they're weirdos who think they're tough and they're just so lame. Like they are they are cringe hard like emos and it's funny as hell. It is. And and they're they're literally the goth kids from South Park. A hundred percent. Like you've got Damien Priest who is just that. Like he's just that Razor Ramon. Uh, you've got Rhea Ripley, who is the ringleader, who is just like you know the most actually compelling person in the in the in the room. Uh, fake hard Dom and midlife crisis Finn. Like it is the best. I love the fact that like Finn is forty and they just don't give a fuck. Uh, it's so good. And it's and like this would have been so so bad with edge like this if, yeah. with whatever vince had in mind this was going to suck oh it would have been over the, by now yeah uh, yeah it would have been over by now for one it would have sucked the whole thing would have been terrible but this this is like the best possible turn this could have taken but it's still like you know it is what it is <laughs> i, I yeah. enjoy it uh, and i do too and i think there's there's just so much fun edge, edge will be back uh probably tomorrow for raw 30 sorry raw is triple x uh or he'll be back uh, at the rumble if i had to guess i don't I, I it feels like if they announce that hell in a cell match that's been uh rumored to happen then uh i see someone in the chat being like some say he's still wrestling randy orton <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, probably is Randy's like, oh my back i've been carrying you this entire- oh my my forearm <laughs> anyway what else okay fine was there anything else from raw that you really liked uh, did the Omos and Elias match ever happen? Yeah, it did. Omos it did happen. Him. Okay, yeah. yeah. I just couldn't remember because <laughs> I, I remember the setup. I remember the interaction between MVP and Elias, but I don't remember the match actually happening. Um, well, what else did happen? They did the... Uh, oh, they did the Bliss and Bianca lore segments. That sucked. Hated that. Oh, so bad. I yeah. love it. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start showing up to like, I don't know, sporting events, wearing whatever the hell that is. And I'm just going to like, I'm going to, I'm going to go and, and like put myself behind a bright light or in front of a bright light, have them shoot the light in front. And I'm just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm see if that gets the other team to, uh, to lose the, the match. I think that's how we do. That's how the ducks are going to win the, the Stanley cup. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to California and I'm gonna go to the Honda Center and I'm gonna be like, hey, you just put the light behind me and shine it every time the other team has the puck. <laughs> they, that went on for way too long, I think was the worst part about it. Cause Bianca was just standing there looking like, like a dumbass for like eons. Yeah. There was a girl in the front row when they did the first spot where Bliss sends Bianca over the uh, the barricade. Mm-hmm. And this girl was wearing like the Alexa Bliss uh like the 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 lore bliss stuff right uh the chucky outfit yeah yeah, yeah. the lily doll and she was so excited and she's like oh my god they're here and i was like that's a plant and then i went back in the vod and that girl was seated front row the entire night that was a legitimate fan tim oh (laughs) jeez man it what like some of this it just really works for some people i guess not not my vibe ain't doing it for me i tell you that much Yeah, yeah yeah They gotta stop the. They gotta stop the lore. That pitch black match is gonna be the funniest or dumbest thing I've ever seen, or both. Ma- Mountain Dew. Hey man, I hope someone gets covered in Mountain Dew, and it's very sticky. I hope someone gets stuck to the floor because of Mountain Dew. That would be hilarious to me. It's like, oh, someone's poured pitch black Mountain Dew on this concrete. I'll never get free. Oh God, the floor is pitch black. I don't know what to do, man. I'm in a dark void. Talk about you talking about the SmackDown. It was a dark void of emotion. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, if you want to pop me, you use Anchorman references. <laughs> and then they did the six way former US champion. Yeah, which was like, they're yeah, fine. To go yeah, and, and, and of course, uh, Bear, uh, not Bear, sorry, Lashley wins. Yeah, um, because they, they telegraphed it from the start. Like, the, it was very, I don't know. And like, it looks like we're going to redo the hurt business. Maybe we'll add Omos to it. I'm fine with that. I also joke that the second Vince McMahon joins the creative group again, he's just going to nix 
the entire Hurt Business storyline because if there's one thing Vince is going to do, it's not do the Hurt Business again. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Let's talk about SmackDown. Yeah, better show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) LA Knight did have a match. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for it. (sighs) I don't know where to start. There was a lot of tag team matches. There was a tournament. Yes, they're they're doing the stumpy brackets, which I know they're you're stumped, about. stumped, stumpy brackets. I mean, there's four tag teams in all of WWE, so it makes Pretty sense. Uh, Viking Raiders are a team that still exists <laughs> somehow. Yeah, I, I don't hate this creative, but like it's it's fine. Like I, it's not nothing is. There's so few things in pro wrestling that are really like exciting me these these days because the ideas are just so dry. And like, it's just weird to me because it's so surface level. Like, uh, let's call one of them Valhalla. Cause of course we will. Cause we have no energy at all. <laughs> like, I think that was her idea. Yeah. I a hundred percent believe it was. Like, I have a different name stop letting the wrestlers write most things. Let them come up with broad picture things and then give them stuff. Like, I don't know. Unless I, they I have- prove to be exceptional ex- exceptional 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 edit because like i don't know even even some of the people who are considered to be the most adept at storytelling we'll get to <laughs> i don't know that they really are banger bros win it banger bros great team great name great everything fine with this it's a shame that Sheamus already had a tag team <laughs> that was basically this and they lost anyway so what is yeah. it uh anyway that whatever LA Knight beat Brent Jones in the Firefly Funhouse is back, friends. We called it. We told you what was happening. We apparently did. I did watch that segment. We were talking about this. Yes. Uh, and I was like, was it like this? And you're like, pretty much. And then I go and watch it. And yep, he finally figured out what he was going to do. That was uh, several weeks of waffling while he decided whether or not he was going to come up with a new concept or just go back to being the fiend. Uh, I guess he's just the fiend. This isn't long-term storytelling. No, this was nothing. This was this was a, a walking around in a circle. Uh, it was a way to justify him being able to give a semi-sincere promo on his return, thanking the fans basically for their like love, um, and then introduce whatever, get another mask made for whatever weird stuff he does with that on his own time. <laughs> like, Bring his brother back into the fold. No, no, don't ever. Uh, why do people keep wishing that? Might be. Who knows? Might be. Could very well be. Uh, Funhouse segment was funny, actually. I enjoyed the segment itself. Was it the butt crack? I, I hear it was the butt no, crack. It, was, it certainly was not the butt crack. It was the like? yeah, it was the teachable moment. It was it was him kneeling down at the end, talking to little little teachable moments on Tuesdays, not not Fridays. <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> it was good. He got down and he he said, "You should be afraid of the dark." And it was a threat to to LA Knight, and that felt organic and felt very pro wrestling. Uh, and again, I think that the Firefly Funhouse thing, the the violent Mister Rogers, is a great gimmick. Like, I never had an issue with that. I think The Fiend is okay. It's just the problem is the wrestling and the booking. Like, the matches that he gets put in don't make sense. The like, you need to not do. not a good wrestler, though. No, exactly. Like, the, the wrestling sucks. He had to win. He cannot be a champion. You have to do stuff like they did with The Undertaker. Make him bury people alive. Make him set people on fire. Like, stuff like that, but never, ever for a championship. And, like, Honestly, don't let him wrestle that much. Period. Like, it, it can't be an every month thing. Like, just if this is what we're doing, <laughs> and if they're going to bring Alexa Bliss back, that was the oh, Jesus. Thing. Yeah, please don't pair them up. But they are. They clearly are. Clearly like, they wouldn't doing. spend this much time. Like, or they're or they're planning this whole like Uncle Howdy's bringing Alexa in because Alexa's going to turn on Bray for all the things that Bray did before Bray got fired. But, you know, for all the shitty things that he did to Alexa, and then he's going to turn them against each other and chaos ensues and the lore. And I'm going to sit there and be like, I wish Alexa just took more time off then. They write it every week. Like they don't. There's no plan is what I feel with most of this stuff. It's just being come up with that week. It's like, yeah, 
Rob Fee, tell me I'm wrong. That's fine. But right now it feels like we're just treading water on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not I feeling it. And like, I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if adding Alexa adds anything to it. I don't know what it possibly could. Um, we could end up building a faction, but even that doesn't seem like that's where they're going with this. So, no. Uh, hit Row, the new heel Hit Row, beat Los Lotharios. Los Lotharios should be in Hit Row. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's an old bit. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry at all. Charlotte Flair wants uh, wants to face people. She, so she, Charlotte Flair's a face, and she's got this this Dragula theme, which by it the- is very drag. I finally I was able to hear it properly this week, and it is drag. It, it's Dragula. Like <laughs> I just want them to drop the theme so I can remix it. I have everything ready. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, all hail the queen and uh, Sonia and. Charlotte at the Rumble is fine. Yeah, I totally agree with this. I think that's a great decision, as we discussed yeah. last week. That's yeah, and that's fine with me. And they're they're playing it up pretty all right. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. There's just not much else I can add to it other than it's happening. Uh, Brawl and Brutes and Imperium had a good match. Imperium won. I thought this was going to go the other way. I thought it was going to be Brawl and Brutes and Banger Bros in the final because those are the only two face teams in the entire tournament. And I thought they were going to play a whole like. Which side is Seamus on? But no, I liked I like this. I thought I I think it's I think the underlings in Imperium needed a win here. Like Brawl and Brutes don't. They're pretty over. Like overall, like they're they're good in the ring. They have like defined personas, and I think being in Seamus's aura keeps them in a in a good place. Period. Uh, the guys who aren't. Walter in Imperium, I think needed a lot more like shine. You needed to see them actually win things. So they have some credibility as a threat, right? That's a good point. I haven't thought about that, but I yeah. think Imperium and, uh, and bang bros in the uh, banger bros in the final, <laughs> the sausage boys. Oh, yeah. I got you on that too. Yeah. Those two teams in the final makes the most sense to me. Uh, build up Imperium to lose to the two guys who are former WWE champions. Why not? And Which then no shame in it. So, yeah. you know, and then that works better. Usos versus, uh, the Banger Bros would be a good time again. Really? Look, at that sounds excellent. Like, honestly, Sheamus and Drew, like, as a tag team, is one of the more interesting pairings they put together recently. So, like... Where do you do that match? It would have to be on a random SmackDown. Because it's not going to be an Elimination Chamber. Are we going to the UK? Didn't they announce a UK thing? How far is that away? That's in July. That's in May. Yeah, yeah. Is it May? It's not then. I don't know. It's not going to be... It's like I said, it's not going to be Elimination Chamber because... uh, there are certain restrictions on people who do certain things with cars. Uh, so there's that. Won't anyway, full bloodline at, uh, no, <laughs> it will not be. Chamber. It will definitely not be that. I, I like the idea though of Sammy and Roman at the elimination chamber with Paul Heyman being the only person who can get involved. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe the, uh, the Cody Rhodes involvement too. Who knows? Anyway. Um, God, I don't even know. Shannon Baszler's in the Rumble. Good for her. The announcements are always so great. I'm just like, okay. Maximum male models are back. They found Marseille. They spent Our weeks unable to find him. Tremendous outfits. Very, yes. Very nice. Legado del Fantasma win, as they should. Uh, Los Lotharios and Legado del Fantasma. I don't want that, but I feel like a lot of people are pushing for it. That That's sounds awful. Doesn't it? I don't know why we would don't do it. do that. No. Uh, I didn't care for Zelina on commentary. <laughs> She's in the much. rumble, though. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was underwhelming. I was disappointed with like I, I feel like she just wasn't quite ready to get out there and do that. I don't know. The big angle, the main angle, the big comment was that uh, Reigns and KO were going to do the contract signing. Reigns comes out, takes 20 minutes to come out as he does, and then sits down at the table all comfortably, and out comes KO, and he powerbombs Roman Reigns through the table. Sammy had been cast aside by Roman Reigns, said, hey, go go wait in the car. Go make sure that the AC is on, crack a window. I'll be back in a minute. Go that, do all of this administrative work. Yes, go, go, go fill out this paperwork, and uh, I'll see you in a few. Uh, that didn't work so well for, for old Roman Reigns. 
he needed that one extra man that the, the oh man props to ko though that run out and just ripping up everyone looked really really good like it was transition 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 that power bomb was smooth like love that and then throwing the clipboard at sammy and then just dipping that was so good i loved that whole segment like did sammy take a sweet ass time coming down to the ring in your opinion no he was away he was busy he was assigned he was doing his assigned duties by roman reigns duties uh okay so on raw this past monday it was going to be a bloodline acknowledgement ceremony. Whole Tomorrow. bunch of whole bunch of Roman Reigns family were going to come in and acknowledge tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. This is happening tomorrow. It's, no, it's not. Because but they play, they made such a meal out of it. It's a whole thing. Yes, instead they're going to run Sami Zayn goes to tribal court. What the f- why? <sighs> So earlier this week, it was in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that The Rock might not be in ring shape in time for WrestleMania this year, and maybe we should write him out. He's old. There's a, it's a big family. You don't need him there. Why can't you run that segment? A lot of people started getting real, real excited for the prospect of them planting seeds for The Rock, because how do you have an acknowledgement ceremony of the bloodline without... The other guy that's been easily you just un- don't have him because he's old and he's busy. He's not the, like <laughs> Rikishi. He doesn't have other shit to do. Like, what? <laughs> just get Rikishi out there alone. And like, well, I don't know. You're just gonna have Rikishi do. It's gonna be the the, the Roman Reigns kiss my ass club and yeah, he's gonna kiss Rikishi's ass. I don't know. See, that's the thing. People gotta stop getting their hopes up for the Rock. It's it's that weird egg Survivor Series. What, Survivor Series. Golden egg? Egg. <laughs> yeah, it's that all over again. Like, just, just let the Rock run his eight million businesses. Like, what if he wanted to show up as Black Adam? Oh my God. Then they might let him do it. Something's <laughs> got to try to get that stuff over. Oh wait, no, it doesn't matter now. He got fired. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't exist. <laughs> so yeah. So the, the, this is, uh, this is where there's smoke. There's fire kind of feeling. Here's, here's the thing. If they go through, let's say tomorrow night on raw, raw is triple X, by the way. <laughs> such a child if they go through it and 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 it's a big Sami Zayn moment and the rock has absolutely nothing in there and nobody nobody mentions him he doesn't come up there's no nothing even remotely touching the idea of the rock then i guess he's out for wrestlemania yeah which it's a shame but whatever it's a physically demanding thing and again i don't care so much about the nostalgia i would um, just, I want the match but i just never wanted it for a title yeah, exactly. Like that same, same. Like which you know, he can go in and do some some schmaz stuff. Like it doesn't need to be a full-on thing. But I don't understand why you would announce like that this was what irritates me the most out of pro wrestling is that they seem to like really like bank on something before there's the work is done. They announce it and then they just pretend it never happened and replace it with something else sometimes and that just drives me nuts. Like you have so many resources. It is absurd to me that you would feel comfortable saying something is happening and then not doing it and not even addressing it. Like that pisses me off. Like that's, that's been a WWE staple. This is kind of the first time in a while. Yeah. Done something this major with a, uh, with, with a major storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kai with the two dollar super chat. I bring it up on the screen, but I can't. But thank you. Uh, saying Rock comes out and says, "You're the chief. I'm the judge." I just want. I mean, listen. Like I, Sean said this, and I had also mentioned this to him before. The Rock would just come out and just be like, "You're the tribal queef." <laughs> <laughs> that that's old Rock. This is good father Rock. Now he's he's constantly featured on one of the like most beloved men in America lists. Like, remember this is black Adam coming out. So oh, no, it's teddy bear rock. No one believed he was black Adam. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, he did. <laughs> oh man. But I, I just, so, so you'd rather just do Cody Roman. That's it. That's the mania main event. No, I've told you what I want. You just really don't like it. <laughs> 
I want Roman wrestling two nights. Oh, you want the two night Roman, but then who does he have two nights? He's got, he's got Cody one night and then young up and comer. No, you can't do that. That doesn't give someone a push. You have someone interesting win the rumble who isn't Cody Rhodes. Have Cody Rhodes get there somewhere else. No, you got to think like a casual fan. No, you got to think like a lazy writer with no imagination getting a a mediocre paycheck for WWE. God, they're paid mediocrely, it feels like. I think they're paid pretty well. I just don't think that they put all the effort in. Yeah, let let, let Brock Lesnar win another one. What's <laughs> <No. laughs> he up to these days? He's going to wrestle Lashley again. And, and, yeah, I don't know. So, actually, it's funny because the Gunther match is uh, up in the air now. Why? I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm it could be so good. It could, we could be this, but you playing. Why are you doing? Anyway, I don't know. Oh, man. Anyway. Uh, where do you want to go from here? I, I I think we try to find out who who the other Roman opponent should be. I see you Bron- have ideas. Chat. I don't want to do Braun. Too soon for him. Too soon for you. The, the main roster people, like the the most of the audience, would be like, "Bo." Yeah, um, I don't want to see. I think we still got time with Braun. We still have a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want Bray either. No more Bray. <laughs> Awful. We said oh. why. Yeah. We already discussed this. Keep pitching ideas though, because this is fun. I like when the chat is just throwing them at us and we're gonna just shit on them. Seth, Seth Rollins is actually a good show. I would not mind seeing Seth windmill that thing one more time, you know? That I wouldn't mind at all. Once upon a time, Seth Rollins Roman Reigns at last year's Rumble. Was hey, hey, match of the have game. KO take it. Have him actually beat him because he, he fought pretty good. The only time he's lost was because he got handcuffed to a thing. I still don't think Sami Zayn or Austin Theory, for that matter, are WrestleMania main event. Same, same. And I love Sami. Theory is still too too green, I think, for that. His persona doesn't have enough meat to it. And, like, it would just be like a douchebag versus Roman Reigns would be a weird vibe. Um, Sami has a ton of narrative thing, but I think the only... And, okay, here's how this works. Uh, Roman has his real match versus Cody. The other night is a weird narrative one with Sammy where Sammy gets the living shit kicked out of him and Roman keeps a title. Like it's the, it's the, the end of Sammy Zayn's time in the story. It's, it's the Jey Uso match in the cell where there's not a ton of wrestling. It's, it's Roman shouting at a guy in the ring while the camera mics pick it up and tell the story that way and have the bloodline basically just go around and like beat the crap out of Sammy Zayn. I mean, I still think Sammy and KO are going to be the tag champions. I think, I, I think so too. Uh, like, and I, like I'm seeing Mud Mike being like, Sammy's face music will get a huge pop at Mania. No, I think we get an even bigger pop in Montreal at Elimination Chamber yeah. when he faces Roman Reigns for the title. Which, yeah, yeah, maybe. That. And then meanwhile, like the Elimination Chamber match for Raw, I, honestly, both chamber matches should be for the lower card titles. They should be for the US title. That'd be cool. Championship. I mean, that would that would also work with Triple H's kind of campaign to to regain their prestige, right? Like yeah. have them be defended in one of these more interesting matches. Absolutely, and it would work. They've done the tag titles in the Elimination Chamber. They've done other Elimination Chambers with other titles, but like if this is where we're going with that title and making it more prestigious, both of them, the U.S. and Intercontinental Championships, uh, there are ways to make them a much bigger draw for that shot. Uh, and yeah, the, absolutely. There should be. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool too. No questions asked. Uh, so we'll see where they go. But I mean, Montreal is still a month away. We got to get through the Rumble. That's next week. We'll be back and talking about the Royal Rumble. And of course, we'll make a very, very big announcement, I think. Mm-hmm. Very big announcement. You'll all want to be here for. Uh, my other announcement was that I actually starting, uh, starting February 1st, I have started a new podcast. It's going to be audio only to start. It's myself and Ella J, who you might know from like a billion projects on the internet, including just go look her up. Ella's great. <laughs> uh, Ella and I are going to be doing a podcast twice a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Wednesdays are going to be all news, uh, wrestling news. And then Saturdays are going to be wrestling TV, talking about the shows and recapping the stuff and what we liked, what we didn't like. Maybe short form, maybe long. We haven't figured it out yet. Tell you this much, it won't be a three-hour podcast. That shit drives me nuts. Yeah. I can't do that. Seth Bro, No, Seth Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Seth Rogan. Oh, I had Seth Rogan on the mind because I was recently exposed to Hank. 
I watched I watched New Year's Evil a week after the fact, and yeah. What did you think of that? You you haven't watched much NXT, so uh, what no, yeah, I'm pop back in. Hank's great. I'm all in on Hank. I think Hank's a damn good character. I think Seth Rogen looking ass. Like, come on, it's great. Hank's, they need to put more oomph on Hank. They need to put more cameras on Hank and just follow him around. Hank should take the title off Braun Breaker. Is what you're saying? Yeah, uh, that's, that's a step too far. <laughs> is it though? It's wrestling. Nothing. It is wrestling. Far. I could go for a, a Hank run. <laughs> Anyway, my new show is called The Run Sheet. Go watch. Go check it out. February 1st is when the first episode will drop. But you can check it now. If you go to any of your podcast platforms, just search The Run Sheet. We're not hard to find, I think. We'll see. There's at least a, a demo up there. Tim, where can the people find you on the internet? They can find me at P. Tired there, bud? T-I-M-B-S-T-O-N-E-P on Twitter. Oh, daddom. Yeah, truly. Tim P. Instagram, T I M B S E O N E P. I am Atrial Pearl, J O E L P E A R L. Uh, I am on We're Live Pal on the Wrestling Observer YouTube channel, F4W video, F4W channel, whatever. The one with Garrett Gonzalez and, and Andrew Zary. So Andrew and I, uh, we do stuff, but now we're going to, now I'm going to be on We're Live Pal. So that's Tuesday, I believe, at 4 p.m. Eastern. Go check it out. Uh, let's get out of here. God, Please you're busy. Um, yeah, I. I we're checking out daycares this week too. Ladies, gentlemen, friends on the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. <laughs>